Thanks for sticking with us during the break. You're listening to FCS Nation on the Palmetto Radio Network. All right, we are back and we are better than ever. Personally, my favorite segment of the week. I know my co-host Kevin Marshall would say the exact same thing. It's the Alex's Lemonade Stand Honorary Captain of the Week. Of course, presented by none other than Northwestern Mutual and the Alex's Lemonade Stand Foundation. What we've been doing all season long is nothing short, in my opinion, of amazing. We're going around the country plucking some of the nation's top athletes, having them be the face of this, trying to raise awareness, slash some funds for childhood cancer research, trying to put an end to that thing. And for this week, we're heading to the Midwest. We're heading to the Chicagoland area where we have a little tandem interview going on. We have Zach Anikstead, signal caller for the Illinois State Redbirds, coming up here in just a second. But like I said, we're going to the Midwest, the Chicagoland area. That's where we have the managing partner of Northwestern Mutual Chicagoland, Mr. Ryan Kramer. Ryan, appreciate you giving the show some time this week. Absolutely, Stone. Thanks for having me on. Week in and week out, we bring on some of the nation's top athletes I I had mentioned, one of them being Zach Anikstead, the signal caller for the Illinois State Redbirds. When you were approached with this and you had to go out and find an athlete, tell us why it was Zach. Why did Zach fit the mold? What does he mean to the normal community? All of those things. Why was he perfect for this partnership, this initiative, and raising awareness and funds for childhood cancer? Well, great question, Stone. I mean, uh, you know, here's the interesting thing about Zach is if you ask around the program, you ask around the community, and his name kept popping up. You know, a lot of times a quarterback is is going to be uh, top receiver, top running back. They're right. going to get a little bit of extra publicity if, you know, they have the ball in their hands. But uh, with Zach, it was head and shoulders, you know, talk to the um, athletic director, Dr. Beggs, talk to uh, my friend Derek Stark in the, uh, you know, academic or athletics area, and they all pointed to Zach. And so once I got the chance to, to meet Zach, spend a little time with Zach, um, very obvious what he does, what he means, obviously uh, a leader on the team, but leader in the locker room, certainly uh, in, in the classroom and, uh, you know, just all around good guy. So it, it was, it, it was fun as we, we got to know him and, and got to know a little bit about him, but to be honest, Stone, it's what, it's what everybody else says about him. Uh, and that's, that's such a good sign when uh, your elders are really talking great about a student athlete like Zach. I, I absolutely love it. Uh, I think you hit the, the nail on the head. And I also want to touch on this. You talked about having to go ask questions about what player this was going to be. And unequivocally, everybody said Zach. So that makes sense. But in an age of college football where people are throwing out phrases like the wild, wild west, the transfer portal, there are thousands of kids, I think 700 entered the transfer portal, was it Thursday earlier this week, which just is an insane number, and there are NIL deals going all over the place. But when we sparked this initiative, we wanted an athlete to be the face. We wanted him to make a change in the community. How cool was it for you to kind of have car blanche to go find an athlete, sign him on, bring him on, and, and give him the opportunity to make a change? How was that process for you in approaching Zach? You know, that that uh, I'm glad you asked. It was an interesting process because this is new newer to us. I mean, certainly, um, yeah, I've been fortunate to, to know the coaches down there, Dr. or, uh, you know, Brock Spack's been, been great. We've been, we've been supporters of him over the years. You're an alum, um, right? You went to Illinois State. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I went to Illinois State, graduated in 98, which makes me uh, old. Oh, that's when I was uh, born. And, uh, but my a good friend of mine, Dan Muller, what was the head basketball coach, Ryan Peden, the new coach is doing some good things there. So it, it's been fun to be around the program, but to do something like this, you know, certainly met the student athletes over the past new, new student athletes. Certainly when I, 
went to school and, and friends both at Illinois State and other places. Um, we've had interns, we've had we've had advisors in our office certainly play at a high level. But this was kind of cool because this was this was a chance to go and talk to some of these coaches, people in the athletics department. Um, you know, I do a bunch down at the, the marketing uh, department down there for, for uh, from an alumni standpoint. And so when when you start asking around, and um, you know, like I said before, you you get you know. Uh, not only people either bringing up his name or if I brought up his name, uh, you know, they, they just said, absolutely, you know, we've heard nothing, nothing but good. You know, that was, that was a fun process. We did talk to a few other, you know, students, and, and we got, you know, other great names. There's so many good kids down there. So it wasn't, uh, it wasn't like we didn't have, you know, a bunch of really good options. And, you know, we explored some of those options. And at the end of the day, uh, you know, it made sense uh, on our side with Zach and, more importantly, made sense for Zach, uh, you know, because, um, you know, to be, for anybody, to be playing at a high level, you know, in an FCS, uh, you know, really tough, I, you know, obviously, I don't want to say obviously, but uh, biased, uh, the most uh, difficult conference in the country uh, for FCS football, to get good grades at a, at a high level, you know, institution like Illinois State University, and then to, to do these side, you know, projects, if you will, where, where you know, doing this podcast, you know, like, like we're doing today, um, you know, spending some time, you know, and with other companies, because, you know, like, as you know, Stone, there's uh, the NIL deals that there's so much of this going on that, that a lot of, you know, corporate companies are getting into this. And so they're looking for great athletes to represent them. So, so to be able to do all those things, not be afraid to hop on a microphone and, and talk, you know, great about, um, you know, your school, your, your team, uh, in this great uh, program with Alex Lemonade Stand Foundation, it's unique, and and uh, and you know, like I said, we had a lot of good choices, but that is still not easy to do, and we're really thankful that Zach, uh, you know, raised his hand and, and wanted to be a part of this. Zach raising his hand, wanting to be a part of it. That right there is music to my ears. Also, music to my ears. You calling the Missouri Valley Football Conference the top tier conference, the hardest conference? Hey, I'm a former Southern Illinois Saluki. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna disagree with you. Our audience, though, from all over the country, so I'm sure a few of them out there are rolling their eyes. All right, Ryan, talk a little bit about why it's important that athletes are the face of this. Because me and you can sit here and talk all we want about Zach, but for Redbirds fans, the youth coming up, that that Zach has his hands in. I'm sure he's doing all of the community service, all of the things that some college athletes are tasked to do. He's the one whose name carries weight. Why is it important that Zach is the face of this? And athletes, all of our honorary captains of the week, kind of run the show here. Yeah, as I said before, I mean, it, it certainly um, doesn't have to be the quarterback or, or, you know, the starting pitcher on the baseball team or the guy scoring the most points, you know, on the hardwood. But, but it, it doesn't hurt, right? And so it, it's nice to have um, – you know, a, a player that's recognized, recognized by their peers, and, and even recognized by other teams, right? If you're, if you're a good player in this conference, and again, any conference or certainly any any sport, you also you admire from afar the players who are playing well for other teams, right? So it's kind of cool to see. I love that your peers around the country doing great things, you know, on and off the field, but. And in the classroom, but when you get a chance to learn about what we're doing, 
and then be a part of that, it's amazing. And I know most, you know, most young people, especially, you know, 18 to 22, they're, they're, they're you know, hoping to, hoping to get through school. They're hoping to get, um, you know, the grades they need, find that job in college, let alone if they're playing a sport. And then for them to think about, hey, I could be involved in my community. I could help wa- uh, raise awareness for pediatric cancer. I, I can learn from a big corporate company and, and, and find out what, what they're doing to help, you know, uh, help this great cause outside of the, the great work that they do. That's unique and that's special. So that, that's, that's why that's important to us, Stone. And I think that's why this whole program is, is so great. And, you know, my good friend, Chris Schenkel, that, that uh, you've had on here a few times, a managing partner for North Russian Mutual in, in South Dakota that got this thing really rolling with, with your help from FCS Nation. I, I can't think of a cool cooler program that this all wraps up into one. So again, thank you and, and thanks, Chris, for getting this thing kicked off. Shout out to Chris Shankle, myself, Kevin Marshall. We put a lot of uh, time into getting this thing off the ground. It's been nothing short of a blessing. I don't think there's another you called it a program, an initiative, a partnership like this in the entirety of the FCS. I just don't see it. I, I don't see the caliber of athletes being involved with, with whether it's Northwestern Mutual, a cancer foundation like Alex's, or media entity that we are here at FCS Nation. I just don't see anything like it going. We take a lot of pride in it, and we're just getting started, Ryan. Hey, I want to talk about what Zach means to the community. I know, most importantly, you can speak to the community of Normal. You're an alum. You've had conversations. You know all of the coaches and all of the different sports there for the Redbirds. What does Zach mean to the Normal community right now? Yeah, great great question. Um, you know, it, it, a lot. I mean, it's a community like, you know, blooming to Normal, um, having a uh, you know a large school like Illinois State right there, the the, the the university means a lot to a town like Bloomington Normal. Um, you know I, I'm up here in the Chicagoland area, and there's there's many um, smaller great schools up here, not as many large uh, schools like Illinois State, and so it's like big. Big town, more small schools. Down in central Illinois, like, you know, Bloomington Normal, you've got, um, you know, not as many people and then one big school. So, so the school means a lot, both from um, employment to uh, the, what it produces for great people, not only in that community, but communities, you know, surrounding that area. And so, um, you know, when a, a player like Zach, they're they're in the paper, right? They're in the news. They're on TV. They're 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 you know, same with like I said, the basketball players and the baseball, volleyball. You know, all those kinds of athletes. They are they're getting publicity. They're in the local the the Daily Vedette there at Illinois State, the the the, the local paper yeah. for the university. So you're seeing the name, you're hearing about them, all those kinds of things. And as you know, Stone, from from your athletics in the past, not all the best athletes are always great people. Um, more times than not, I think they are, but that's not always the case. Right. And so for somebody like Zach with great values, a great upbringing, great family, uh, to be the the face for this at this particular time, and I know he's you know nearing graduation. As a matter of fact, I think it's coming up this weekend. Um, you know, it's meant a lot to the community the last couple of years having him uh, in the t- in town, and uh, not only leading the team but but leading his his peers there on campus, which which goes a long way. Because like I said, you you think about eighteen to twenty two year olds, and and not every one of them's you know making good decisions every day, and um, 
and it's great to have somebody like Zach be a part of this, that's for sure. You talked about Zach leading and being a leader. One thing I always do for our audience, I, I never, ever miss an opportunity to talk about Northwestern Mutual's internship program. Kind of a two-part question here. One, why is it so important to you guys? Why do you guys take so much pride in it? And, and talk a little bit about why Zach fits the mold and the type of young male or females that you guys are looking for, especially on the student-athlete side. Stone, great, great question. I got a lot of passion around this one because I am a product of the internship. So fortunately, um, finishing up my, my time at Illinois State in marketing and I got the opportunity to do an internship with Northwestern Mutual just to kind of learn about it. Um, it's now been 25 years later uh, that I've been a part of Northwestern Mutual, fortunately, uh, all with the same great company. So I, um, so we love the internship. I'm a huge fan. It is such a cool opportunity to try out our business while you're in school and, and learn about the financial services um, area you know, while, you're, while you're finishing up your, your degree. So number one, it's, just a, it's a great opportunity from the internship. We love it. It's a stake in the ground for, for our firm here at Northwestern Mutual Chicagoland. We've had so many great former uh, interns that are now our full-time advisors. And not to mention just former interns, as your second part of your question, so many of them were former athletes. Right. And there's so many things that line up with discipline and hard work and being able to stick with something that makes this career, uh, makes the, our successful advisors really good in our career. So we have a long history of former athletes uh, from D3 to D1, uh, you name the sport. Uh, we've had somebody come through, uh, for the most part, in all of those sports. And it's it's fun talking to them, right? They have different stories. They have different experiences on campus than maybe somebody that didn't play a sport, especially a, a sport at a high level like like what like what Zach's doing. So we are, you know, we are constantly looking for great uh, men and women um, of any ilk, so to speak, you know, to to try out our internship or certainly full time. But we've had so much luck with with the athletes, and so we love talking to the coaches uh, from again big school to small school. We love, um, you know, giving, you know, uh, presentations, just talking to them, how we can help. One of our goals is to help the student-athletes, help them get jobs, whether it's with us or obviously, you know, more times than not, it's going to be somewhere else with their resumes, with, with being prepared. It, it's fun to go on campus. There's so much energy. And so our team, we have a huge team that, that goes to, you know, not, not only Illinois State, but Illinois and Iowa and you know, you, you name all these schools all, all near uh, near us within a you know five state basically region of Chicago, uh, if not further. And it's it's great to find these student athletes and, and match them up. So we almost always have uh, interns who are playing a sport. We always have somebody that just graduated that was playing a sport. It's such a it it matches up so well. So I'm glad you asked that because it is um, it is such a cool. Um, symbiotic relationship with former athletes and this opportunity in our field. Yeah, for those of you guys who don't know, I'm going to let you know. Northwestern Mutual is the only company to be recognized as the top 100 internship program for 24 straight years. That is per Vault. Vault is the one making the rankings. And also for the past 50 years, more than 52,000 college students, like Ryan mentioned, college students have participated in Northwestern Mutual's internship program. 98% of them reported that the program was instrumental or very helpful to their future careers. 
whether it's in the financial services industry, sales, or other business endeavors. Ryan, you talk about why it matches up so well. Why would you say that is? What qualities do student-athletes have that a Northwestern Mutual member would have? Yeah, well, you know, first of all, it starts with value. And and obviously, whether you play sports or you don't play sports, that, that's a, you know... A, People have values they don't. Uh, they 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 show them, and, and I think that um, that's number one. So we always look for the person, right? Is it the right person, regardless of what they do, where they're at, all those kinds of things? If we're going to bring somebody into our family, you know, and, and put them, you know, in a, in the room with us and, and work with us and go to battle and and and, and also have fun and do all those things, you know, they got to come from the right place as far as internally. Um, and so that's number one. But from a but from a student athlete standpoint, I mentioned that discipline. So think about. You know, it, it's not easy, as, as a lot of people know, um, to go out, get really good grades in school, especially if you are working, which a lot of people need to do. And, and, and I did that throughout college and, and work to make some money to help pay for, for college and or playing a sport, which playing a sport is like a full time job. <laughs> if you really find out, especially at the FCS or above football level um, during season, I mean, it is practice and weights and, and study hall and, and everything that they've got to go through. So that organization, discipline, uh, being able to um, take on a lot, right? They're going to have some tough days, some long days. You know, it's not like, hey, you know, I go take uh, two classes in the morning, uh, maybe study for an hour and from, you know, one to one, uh, 12 hours worth of nothing, right? Laying around watching Netflix. I mean, that's not the schedule uh, for these student athletes, which, which, you know, I'm not saying it is for all all students, but certainly for some. And um, so, so having those qualities, the ability to get through hard things, I think is the real one stone. So like in our internship or a full-time opportunity, you know, you're working at a fast pace, you know, there's some rejection, there's some tough days or some long days, and not everybody can handle that. Uh, not everybody can deal with that, uh, regardless of, of who you are, what you do, what your background is. And the ability to stick to it, the ability to fight through um, those obstacles, there's something that really matches up with student-athletes that have been through that and been through a lot, as well as uh, then how it matches up with, with our advisors, and especially our successful advisors that have been here 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, you know, 40 plus years. It's it's a very interesting match, and that's why we've had a lot of success, to be honest. That right there is what you call teach tape, people, from Ryan Kramer. Again, having a chat with Mr. Ryan Kramer, managing partner of the Chicagoland area, Northwestern Mutual. Ryan, let's switch things up, change gears, talk a little bit of ball here. I want to do an exercise. So Illinois State, the Redbirds, which Zach Ennickstead is the quarterback of, as we all know, they finished the season 6-5, and 4-4 four and four in the Missouri Valley Conference. I'm going to have a chat with Zach a little bit later on today, but if you had to take a guess at what grade he would give for his team season, where would you go? Man, that's a good question. <laughs> I've not talked to Zach about this. I, I'm going to say because Zach has high standards, you know, he's probably going to be in that C plus, B minus, and, and, and mainly because he has high standards. They had a really good year, a uh, couple of bad breaks. I, I was I, I went back through the schedule, and I remember this because, you know, I'd, I'd either watch the game live, you know, on TV. I, w- I went to a game, of course, uh, you know, and, and then um, sometimes based on kids' sports, I'm watching on my phone, right? I'm just trying to get the score updates, you know, throughout those days. And and four of those five losses by three points or less, and and almost every single one of those right you know right at the end of the game. I mean, you change those around, which I know you know you know ifs and buts and you know all that good stuff. 
But that's 10 and 1. I mean, that's 10 and 1. That's ranked third in the country. Yeah. That's, you know, a, a bye in the first round of the playoffs. I mean, that's how close that season is to being an A, if not A+. Plus. Um, but again, because of the high standard, I'm going to guess he's going to be in that, you know, C+, plus, B-, minus range. Maybe B, because of those were so close uh, of, of losses. But they really had a good year, you know, you know, uh, Coach Back and, and Zach and... You know, their only loss that was more than a few points was to number one South Dakota State, who's who's wrecking up the the playoffs right now, as as we all know. And even in that game, I was at that game. Um, you know, we were driving. ISU was driving with a chance to cut the score to a one-score game in the fourth quarter with all the momentum and all the crowd going crazy. Just couldn't quite punch it in, and, and you know, South Dakota, you know, pulled it out. Other than that, every single game was was either won, you know, handily or or lost to close. So. In my opinion, it was a really good year uh, for the team and just a couple of bad breaks away from from being an excellent year. All right, a a few things here. You beat me to my stat. I set you up. (laughs) I set you up to to bring up the fact that four of the losses out of the five were by a combined eight points, like you said, two one-point losses, two three-point losses. Looking back for SPAC, for Zach, for the rest of the squad, I'm sure there are just a few plays you can count on maybe one or two hands that if they just went the other way, like you said, the record is near unblemished. Another thing, Illinois State played South Dakota State closer than anybody in the entire country has this year. Not a lot of people talk about it. In that game, and I think Coach Jimmy Rogers, head coach for the Jackrabbits, Mark Gronowski, whoever you can talk to from that camp would tell you, the scariest game this season has been Illinois State. When you go back and watch that tape, there are so many swings of momentum and for 60 minutes, not 60 minutes, maybe 56 minutes, it looked like Illinois State was a better team in that football game and it was theirs to lose so I think you you hit a lot of stuff there and you hit it well I, the, the small margin losses is so annoying and I can't wait to pick Zach's brain about that because I'm sure it's something that weighs heavy on him I want to talk about Brock's back real quick why is he such a good head coach me and my co-host Kevin Marshall we are so fond of him we know how much kids love him and are willing to go to war for him what do you know about Brock and and what do you know about what he means to this team yeah I mean I've got to know Brock a little bit over the years I wouldn't say we're, we're great friends but certainly uh um, you know, we're, we're donors to the program and, and, and their camps and, and had a chance to, you know, spend a little time with Brock from here and there. But, uh, and, and again, talking to friends around the program, around the community, um, you know, he's he's brought a winning team. I mean, uh, I, I know when I went to, to school down there, our football team wasn't wasn't a whole bunch to speak of and it wasn't a big deal to go to games. Now now it's a big deal, right? They're they're winning. You know, as as you know, a couple of years ago was in the is in the championship game, the FCS championship game, and had that game won. That game was won. Uh, you know, North Dakota State made an unbelievable you know last second run and or, uh, you know scoring scoring drive and, and pulled that out. And so you know he's had some great players come through there, the James Robinsons, you know, just a ton of guys that have played in the NFL. Um, but but he's brought a winning program. He's very disciplined, uh, you know, no nonsense guy. That's for sure. And um, you know, it's it's just it's good to to you know start thinking about college football and in, in, in early August and know that the team you root for and the team you, your alma mater is going to be a winning team, right? And it's just a matter of you know kind of a couple bad breaks this year and, and you go six and five or you know next year the breaks go in our favor and it's ten and one and we're you know we'd be playing this weekend in the quarterfinals. 
uh, you know, like we like we've done, you know, several times. So I, I would just say the winning ways that you know that Brock has brought, and and it's it's a fresh a uh, breath of fresh air to just to have that good feeling. You know, your team's going to go out there and compete at a high level, and uh, you know, Brock uh, doesn't expect anything less than that. You talked about the playoffs. Let's really touch on it here. Do you have any predictions? Any dark horses? Any takes you want to get off here? Is it South Dakota State in a huge gap with the rest of the field? Anything special you have in mind? What do you think? Who wins the national championship? Yeah, I'm looking at that right now, and and I, unfortunately, I don't think Villanova is gonna is gonna have enough for South Dakota State this week. I, I think South Dakota State's probably gonna put it on them pretty good. I'm, I'm gonna say. Uh, 37 to to 20. I think they're going to get up early and just kind of keep that lead. The other game's interesting because you know North Dakota State's been our you know been been kind of that that team that's always you know kind of kept us out or or uh, you know we've you know we battled them so many times in the playoffs and other and they're the underdog. So it's interesting. I love you know I love pulling for the underdog, but I I just think South Dakota's got too much for them and uh, I think it'll be close. I think uh, I would expect uh, a you know a pretty high scoring game. I'll go with. With uh, you know thirty one twenty eight, okay, that, I love it. Know, South Dakota hits a hits a late field goal to to win that game. Yeah, and then I'll give you the quick one. I mean, I think South Dakota State is too good. I think uh, in, in a battle of the of the South Dakota, I think South Dakota State will win by two touchdowns and hoist their second straight. Uh, you know, a banner and they're good for them. They got a great program and, and they're doing some big things up there. All right. There you have it. Ryan Kramer's FCS playoffs <laughs> predictions. He's got game predictions this weekend. He's got national championship predictions. He says it's the Jacks going back to back. Ryan, I appreciate you so much giving the show some time this week. And for all of you guys out there who want to donate to Zach Anikstead, Hey, it is quite simple. FCSNationRadio.com on the right hand side of the screen. We have a landing page for Alex's lemonade stand you click on that it takes you right down to the list of athletes you find zach's name it's alphabetical so poor zach's gonna be at the bottom but nonetheless you can donate to zach get it going we're gonna hear from zach later i appreciate everything that you guys have provided for us ryan and like i said i appreciate you for giving the show some time this week yeah i appreciate it stone you and kevin you guys are doing some big time stuff we really appreciate it i'd be remiss if i didn't mention you know jay and liz scott i know i know um chris talked uh, about them the 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 founders of Alex's Lemonade Stand, the, the, the mother and the father of, of Alex, who, you know, passed some 20 years ago. But uh, it, it's very, it's been awesome to get to know them and the work that they do and, and what they're bringing to this country of ours to, to fight pediatric cancer, which again is, is a big, you know, our big, uh, our big push and our big drive. And uh, it's so cool what they've done. And they're just such great people. But it takes, it takes people like you, Stone and, and Kevin and, and, and Chris uh, to, to continue this fight that, uh, you know, hopefully it will be won someday. But uh, in the meantime, uh, it's great people like you guys that uh, that are really helping uh, not only um, this organization but but uh, the country. I mean, you're you're really doing some cool stuff here. So I, I appreciate it from from our team at Northwestern Mutual Chicago and you know all you guys are doing. We're we're, uh, we're big fans and we really appreciate you guys.